0: welcome back to city on the hill gaming i am ryan joined by daniel hello peter hello Ben. hello grant
1: thanks for having me it's great to be here oh oh, i'm so (laughs) mad i'm so mad greg go
0: (laughs) i'm so upset okay um. So we are here I tonight
2: I thought about doing that
0: We are here tonight for me to be mad at Grant for a little bit But I'll get over it um, That's fine <laughs> Oh, That was a great Beautifully done and I heard it the second you started I knew what was happening But I couldn't stop it and that's okay Setting the tone, that's all I'm doing I'm respecting it um, <laughs> We're here tonight to not actually play anything uh, We're just here to have a long discussion uh, Something something clickbait title Something something OGL situation something something hashtag podcast future or something something, something, something wailing things? and gnashing of teeth yeah something something <clears throat> hit that subscribe button I guess um all that out of the way uh, <laughs> I got Daniel with hashtag not sponsored. hashtag <laughs> not a sponsor northvpn.com slash me never gonna happen and that's okay uh so uh, all that <laughs> to if say if you go there you get a 404 <laughs> yeah, error you do but it's our for error, and we love it dearly. Um, so we're, we're here my mostly. My island. That's right. Uh, we're here to make some announcements uh, about, tr- truly, actually, about the future of the podcast. That's not actually a, a joke. Um, uh, first, and, and this one's a little different from the rest, but I'll, I'll make it up front. Um, for the time being, and this could literally change before we record again, I don't actually know. Um, this is the podcast crew now. Uh, both Shanine and Andrea have had to step away from the show, uh, which is perfectly okay. Everybody who does this does cause this because they're nice people, um, not because there's anything like financially incentivizing them or I don't have dirt on anybody other than Daniel, um, just because I've known him a long time. Uh, But the two of them are both stepping away, Um, and we may have more people on with us in the future. We have always had sort of a... Uh, open door policy sounds like a weird way to say it but essentially an open door policy folks have come and gone as as they needed to and that's a part of what we do um and that is very much okay we will miss both of them uh hopefully we can get both of them on in the future for some kind of one shot i'm hoping to get some more uh art done by andrea for some projects that i'll talk about here in a minute um and uh, i'm hoping yeah, you will still hear from them, them in the future. While it lasted, so. yes and it was it was great to have both of them i thought they they both uh, fit in with us very nicely uh in their own unique ways and i will miss those flower facts uh, from andrea um cuz you know you These learn things on, on city on the hill apparently not on purpose but you know it, it happens on the side uh so hey, accidental knowledge is knowledge just the same it's the best knowledge cuz you didn't have to to put in the effort or maybe that's the worst knowledge i don't know which there you go um <laughs> so the best worst. The the <clears throat> actual reason we are here, um and when I said the, the hashtag OGL situation, that is a large portion of, of tonight's discussion. Uh for those not familiar, we play what is known as level up advanced fifth edition, uh, from Morris and the fine folks over at Eaton Publishing. An excellent uh game system. Um, but it uses something called an open game license, uh, which in the case of... of Well, to to be
1: very specific, it uses the open open game game
0: license. license. That is a specific name uh, versus just a game license in general. That's fair. Um, Which is provided by Wizards of the Coast, creators of Dungeons & Dragons, uh, owned by Hasbro. Um, So all that to say for those unfamiliar that
3: by Hasbro part is going to be very important to yeah. this conversation. Yeah. Continues. That's really where
0: this conversation centers. If we're just being <clears throat> entirely blunt up front, um, wizards slash Hasbro slash someone, I just suppose it's not necessarily important. Um, is so let's call in, him Steve. We're going to call him Steve. We're not going to call him Steve. There <laughs> yeah. may be a Steve and I don't want to put that on anybody. That's not there. Yeah. Um, there are being, there are changes. He knows what in, he did. <laughs> What's <he> is considering <laughs> making to their open game license that not only affect, um, in publishing and and level up but affect a lot of a lot of things um i I will let grant and peter dig into some of the fraction of Uh, the
3: entire rpg industry it's it's not insubstantial uh
0: we we won't go too deep on it but suffice to say it is impactful
1: yeah so super quickly sum this up because this is not just a complex topic but it's also a topic that is constantly changing as we go we're recording this on january 18th and we don't normally try and date these but
0: that's important for context because there were multiple announcements just today that impact this this has changed three times since we had the discussion about when we were going to have the discussion yeah, so. Yeah, this is
2: one of those asterisk. This is a breaking news story. Yes. This outdated before I've edited and uploaded. Developing situation. Things stated here might not, you know, might change due to. Yep, due to
0: it. It could have changed again before we before I hit the stop button on the recording, frankly. Very well. All right, moving on.
1: It's past business hours on the West Coast. I'm not too worried about that. Okay, that's fair. But it's not past journalism hours. (laughs) No, it's not. So the open game license created in 2000 um, is kind of been a backbone of the ecosystem of third party publishers for, well, about 22 years now. Uh, And this is what has allowed things like Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, um, games by Cobalt Press, Goodman Games, Tunnels and Trolls, all of these different, uh, third party publishers to grow and expand as part of the larger system of games that are D and D like compatible or semi-compatible with dungeons and dragons, et cetera, to very, very quickly sum up the idea of the open game license. Um, the, the basic idea is we are, you know, Wizards as part of a way to grow the hobby and grow their part of the hobby said, all right, we're going, uh, under Brian Dancy was one of the guys spearheading this. Um, there were plenty of other people involved. Um, not too important to get into that. Basically, the idea is we're going to take our our game is going to be licensed. We'll have a piece of it that is licensed under the Open Game License. We're talking about Wizards of the Coast here, and that's a system. And then that is a system reference document. Basically, it lays out how the system works and some basic features and basic examples that you can use in your games. And that's the key point. It's stuff that anybody can use if they publish stuff compatible with it. The idea being, through network externalities, the game that's published grows and the hobby grows. Network externalities are this idea in business that things are more valuable if there are other people using them. If I am the only person who owns a phone, that phone is not actually useful. It has no value. I can't call anyone. If one other person has a phone, okay, now it has value. But if a hundred people have a phone, even if I'm in a small percentage of those conversations, my phone still has a lot more value than if only one other person or no one else had a phone, because I can now call a hundred people if I need to or want to. And that's the idea with the OGL, hey, we're going to publish Dungeons and Dragons, but then anyone else can make adventures and splat books and third-party games that use those same rules. But the idea is the entire hobby grows and people will pick up d and content and other third-party publishers' content as suits the game they want to run. Hey, I found a cool campaign I want to run by Goodman Games. I don't even know if Goodman Games makes campaigns. I'm just making this up. Bear with me. You know the campaign looks really cool and i picked up one of their um books for character classes um but you know i think uh you know their campaign also features some psychic stuff you should probably pick up the um uh, you want to play a psychic you should probably pick up the psychic handbook from uh, Kobold
3: Kobold Press is the one for the stuff that you're talking about. Goodman Games does a lot of old school stuff, and for cool. psychic, there's a company called uh, Dreamscard
1: Press. Not Continue the point on. I was trying to make. I was literally Fair making enough, but something. I'm giving you go. the
3: actual examples as we go. So. Good to know.
1: But the idea being, and I'm going to steal uh, or paraphrase Terry Pratchett here. The idea is stop fighting over pieces of a small pie. Everybody gets a share of the pie, and then we enlarge the pie. And it worked and, really well
3: for 20 years.
1: It has it's, worked It great. did. It's continued to work well. Now, is does it compare to the video game market? No, it's a drop in the bucket. But almost everybody recognizes the name Dungeons & Dragons. That was not the case 20 years ago, except as, oh, isn't that that Satanist game? <laughs> right? So don't get me started on that. But
0: Somewhere it's grown Derek enormously because...
1: Right the entire yes. industry has grown and it's made a lot of people including Wizards of the coast very wealthy and However, it's also made a
3: bunch of much smaller content creators like myself a nice little cash positive hobby income
1: yes and and that's the thing even people who aren't making a ton of money feel comfortable or felt comfortable let's use the past tense here yeah. publishing content under the open game license and it should be noted that the license is separate from the system. This is a point of common confusion. Yep. But there are games published under the open game license that have nothing to do with Dungeons and Dragons. I believe the core rules, like the SRD for Fate, the Fate system, it is was for a an, while. It's under was, uh, At least yeah. for a little while, OGL. Oh, is, is it now Creative Commons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Fred Hitch But from that on Twitter. The recently. OGL, which is a 900 word license of, hey, just It's not quite share-alike, but it's, hey, it's cool, guys. You can use this to enrich the game ecosystem. Has worked great and has been something that a lot of publishers and creators have used, even outside the D&D and F20, Fantasy 20 ecosystem. Wizards has decided that they would like a bigger cut of that pie. And there, the, there's been a lot of controversy about this, in large part because the original OGL, the, what's called the OGL 1.0A, if you see that around the internet, had some uh, language in it that made it perpetual. And depending on the lawyer you talk to, maybe irrevocable, maybe not. But those are two different things in legalese. But it had language in there that allowed it to be updated. Well, that wizard, the only people who can update it are Wizards of the Coast, and as it turns out, Wizards of the Coast, under what we all collectively believe is pressure from upper management, who are reporting to shareholders, and, hey, isn't late stage capitalism kind of crap. Um, is, shall we say, putting the screws on them to turn D and D into a source of continual income, and continual revenue, which means that they are changing the OGL. Peter.
3: Yeah, so um, basically what this means for us is because Level Up is based on the OGL using the fifth edition system reference document, grant you find these terms for a reason, it is in severe legal limbo right now. um the folks that run en publishing the very nice small third-party company that created level up uh, are in the process of trying to determine what to do next Um, on the table are some options about updating the system so it is no longer dependent on the ogl and there's ways of doing that that are more and less legally risky but because the because of widespread public outcry about the terms of this new OGL 1.1, which had, I think it's fair to say, in business terms, a entire pharmacy of poison pills in it. Um, there's a lot of like internal debate going on. People are consulting with legal counsel. It's a huge mess the whole industry um, that has been to one extent or another dependent on the OGL is in this very uncomfortable legal limbo kind of situation, not knowing if they're going to be able to continue to publish things from existing product lines, um, whether things that they have already published under the OGL will remain legal for sale. Like there have been um, people saying, you know, like, Hey, if you've got something that's based on the OGL, back it up because they may be vanishing from digital you know, retailers and you may not be able to get them again. I am one of those people, by the way. I don't think the odds of that are super high, but I think this is definitely in a better safe than sorry kind of state right now. Yep. And with all of that in mind, we are contemplating what Next. moving away <laughs> from something that is this legally entangled at least until we know kind of what the situation is because right now there's constant, you know, updates of things like things that get introduced, possibly walked back. There's a lot of public outcry. There's a huge amount of controversy. There's a lot of very angry people out there. Once again, I would count myself among their number. And to be clear, rightly so. Yeah. And not to put too fine a point on it, but not the entire RPG industry is based on the OGL. There's a lot of really cool stuff out there. And frankly, there's stuff that fits better with our super wholesome, family-friendly, low-violence play style. This just gave us a really good excuse to experiment with. And and I will say,
0: there is a single thing in the updated version that I did think was a needed change but it was a very specific thing, not remotely related to the rest of it. There is wording that would have given wizards more control over pulling the license from people who were using it to release super inappropriate systems, like systems with deeply inappropriate, like racist content. That's something yeah. I, I don't necessarily. I, th- I think that is a good change. They should make that they have the, you know, the workability to not have their name published with that stuff. Sure. The rest of it. Uh, or at minimum a lot of the rest I, of it i will also deeply problematic i did appreciate that change
1: the you know no nfts thing also
3: awesome. not a bad option Fine. presumably
0: yes um, those are uh, a-
3: although hasbro is releasing nfts right now so it's a bit hypocritical well, yeah know. it is but- um there,
0: there were some small things that they did i thought made sense and were good for the community um there were some other things that were not what i would refer to as good for the community no. um in a lot of senses. And and look, if you only play Dungeons and Dragons, this is not substantially affecting you from a what you're playing standpoint, at least not for now. Um, there's a lot of other talk about leaks of all sorts of things that we're not going to bother getting into because who knows mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but what it means for us in in the short term is we're going to, I don't want to say Sunset, um banish we're gonna banish no we're not gonna banish anything um we're gonna temporarily set aside <laughs> i just like the word banish sorry um it's, gonna... it's not better than sunset <laughs> yeah. it's differently worse yeah. um we're if gonna you set were, aside if you were
3: looking for a less intense term you yes. would have failed sir uh, that's probably true um
0: <laughs> we're gonna set aside the the season four campaign as it stands currently both the story and the system um, once the fine folks over uh, with Mr. Morse and Ian Publishing figure out what it is they're going to do and have released said something, um, we will revisit their system, presumably. We like them. They seem yeah. like nice people. Uh, we were one of the first people Which to hop on, I on should level clarify, up. I want to like, look at it again.
3: Yeah, even if this goes super well, like DOGLing a system that the three core books run to about 1600 pages. Is going to take, as they say, a hot minute. <laughs> yes. yeah. um, and There is and a perhaps, lot of labor
1: involved in that. It should perhaps be noted that when we say DOGLing, we're kind of talking about removing the, the D20 5th edition stuff from that that was released under the OGL. Because again, the OGL is yeah. just a license. There are some games where they're just going to switch to a different license and they'll be fine because they're not using the fifth edition system reference document as the core rule set. This Pathfinder is not Pathfinder second sp-
3: edition is one of the systems that's in that particular boat. They're sure. like, okay, yeah, we, you know, we came up with a whole different system. We were using the OGL to make it easier for people to, you know, write stuff for us instead of us, you know, referencing the work of other companies, since this is going to be a pain now, we're going to do something else yeah creative commons which is also not irrelevant for us thing that they're working on actually but
1: yeah things like apocalypse world uh was originally ogl and then it switched to a creative commons
0: license i believe and you may even see the involvement of the fine people who run linux as at some point some licenses may end up in the hands of nonprofits that handle open source licensing including the Is
1: pushing for that but that's again there's so much news around this it's
0: probably not worth getting into here also very far down the line presumably um, wow, well,
3: well we should be seeing some of that stuff next month, actually. But oh, well, there you go. Um, so
0: what what does that mean for us? That means uh, we need to find something else to do because um, we're bored and we like uh, doing this. So uh, what we're looking at doing, and this is open to change, presumably, is finding other systems we're interested in. We've already made a list. Uh, And running them for a single session or a couple of sessions or maybe falling in love and never playing anything else ever again. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, Yeah. You know how we've run like some feng shui games and stuff? Kind of like that. Kind of like that. You're just going to see us pop in between different things. I will run some of it. I will certainly not run some of these because I learned about them tonight. So presumably I shouldn't be the (laughs) one in charge, Uh, but that's fine um yeah uh peter and i definitely stuff and nonsense.
1: kind of took our rpg folders and bookcases and turned them over onto ryan's head and said pick one <laughs> yeah so
3: yeah like i i should i should just take a picture of the shelves next yeah. to me well maybe upload it with the episode <laughs> um, i should not it's
1: horrifying <laughs>
0: in, a good way. in a good way um so now we're going to talk about some of that and some of the future actually you know what let's do the future stuff now because it occurred to me today while I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today that we have hit, um, at least in terms of podcast creation, not uploading. That's later this year. We've hit our fifth anniversary. Um So we, we launched in January of 2018. We started uploading in April of 2018 after I received a fair amount of very good advice from Grant and Peter. Um, And so there will be some things coming to commemorate the fifth anniversary. I've got some ideas. This literally all happened today, so we'll see what happens. Um, and, uh, the other thing is that finally, I suppose we should actually do some merch. Um, we have a list somewhere. Oh, that's going to be a problem. Uh, there's a list, I promise, of t-shirt ideas, uh, some of which will become real. A new one of which I came up with today, uh, that is what I'm now going to refer to Daniel as, as, uh, Daniel, the puns will continue until morale improves, Martin um so uh, i intend on just releasing a shirt that says that if no one else already has
2: i mean that's that's fair enough um so what you can do dear listeners is scrub through all of the old episodes and find the moments where we said we should put that on a shirt
0: and then, and then put those in a list and then
2: send them to us
0: yes or or don't I understand it that you're not going to and that's fine. Um,
3: yeah, that's a lot of work and that for we're that. Asking about have our our,
0: our thanks, our thanks, yes. Um, but presumably you will see some merch later this year. Uh, presumably shirts, possibly stickers, and who knows? Cell phone cases are popular. Why not? Um, that's I, how this works. I guess. if I'm you sure. could
2: find a good deal on coffee mugs, also, I bad. wouldn't mind having a portable hole.
1: Print on demand hey, stuff is no ex- a little expensive, but boy, is it easy to get your stuff on anything you want. I make cufflinks oh, yeah. for a saving the game listener once.
0: I hate cufflinks, yeah, yeah, but I, I kind of want those. That. Um, okay, that's beside the point. We're back, I promise. Um, so there's more stuff coming this year. We're not going anywhere, we're just gonna have to make some adjustments. Huh. Uh, we're just going to have to make some adjustments to what we're doing. So, list of things we're making adjustments to what we're doing. Huh. Yeah, this is what happens when I give them a running Word document that they all have access to. I read things while yeah, we're recording and it causes to, a problem. Okay, we're fine. Don't read the document. Uh, document.
3: Yeah. So, to, to give you the reason why you paused, I put in fifth hill to the right and straight on till morning okay, why not? as a fifth anniversary shirt.
0: We'll see what happens. Um, so, things, <laughs> things we're almost certainly going to do. Uh, I want to run some amount, probably a couple sessions of a system called Coyote and Crow. Uh, I have spoken to the creators to get their blessing, which is not something I would normally bother with, but this is a special circumstance, in that Coyote and Crow is produced by a company made entirely of indigenous game designers uh, in a system that is entirely based on indigenous characters. And as a podcast, we are, uh, by my estimation, approximately uh, 3% indigenous, and that's probably aiming a little high. Um, So, you know in an effort to be respectful because that's the other thing other than family friendly and puns that we do we try and be respectful people Uh, I wanted to that's 3% by mass (laughs) yes 3% by mass Um, again this probably still and we're not small guys no we're not Um,
1: (laughs) I do do appreciate that largely replaceable replaceable jobs should be measured in terms of mass like you can you can swap me out with anybody I'm just a voice whatever just (laughs) give me 600 pounds of podcaster
0: that you're gonna ask me how I thought you were gonna ask, uh, ask what you measured awful by, which <laughs> was gonna be another very specific reference like. for Daniel. Um, yeah, I need six hundred um, pounds if you're of podcasters. T-
3: <laughs> Ideally hey, have it spread out over at least three hosts, four if you can get a bunch of skinny ones. <laughs>
0: no, ain't nobody got time for Sorry, that. Sorry, for some reason
2: uh, I just pictured a doctor yelling at a nurse Is like, I need six hundred pounds of podcasters. That
3: <laughs> yeah. are we trying <laughs> to put in. Thank goodness sleep? we're not in England.
0: I don't know how the metric podcaster system could work, be so that any number be good. from two. Oh, that's two money over there. Five. Oh, that's <laughs> a lot oh, of podcaster. We can't afford that. Uh, okay, so but I know how.
2: I I do also know how you measure awful. Yes, I know. It, you, it's by volume. You, me, no, you measure awful in lots.
0: It's an awful lot. Oh, there it but is. Okay, got me. Good. proud of you. Uh, so all of that <laughs> to say, we're probably going to try playing Coyote and Crow at some point. Uh, I've also requested someone run Honey Heist because I want to play a heist game, and it seems adorable, which is not what I should normally say about a heist game, but you know, whatever happens. (laughs) Um, I have also requested uh, Grant run Impulse Drive because anything that allows me to remotely pretend I'm playing Star Wars makes me happy. Um, Yes, and as a quick note on that, my plan for Impulse Drive, and I haven't
1: mentioned this to anyone uh yet, uh, is that we come up with kind of the setting here for an Impulse Drive game. Impulse Drive for those who don't know is a powered by the apocalypse space game designed to replicate things like Star Wars, Firefly, um, Mass Effect, Farscape, Mass Effect anything in that genre that isn't quite as noble, shall we say, as Star Trek. Um,
0: more fantasy, less fiction,
1: but, um, more uh, gunslingy, roguey, playing it off by the hip, okay, that kind gotcha, of gotcha. approach, and you know aliens and fun but the um my plan for it because we're not going to do just a straight star wars game is do a microscope session beforehand with the players to set to create the setting because we've not featured microscope on this show oh this is a good idea and then turn that into what we're playing our
0: impulse drive game in this would be like a session zero
1: uh, yeah, Microscope is a system uh, where you create a setting going around the table, adding things. It's it's kind of formalized yes anding for uh, setting creation, but it creates sort of arcs and you can kind of drill deep into parts of the history of a setting and then pick a, a point in there to play.
3: I have done this before with a previous game group way back before I ever like did saving the game or anything. It's real fun. It works super well, and it gets a lot of buy-in from everybody. It is a very good way to
1: start a campaign. So that's my plan.
0: Uh, Other things that are on the list, obviously Roll for Shoes is always on the list. Uh, Per Ben's request, uh, Feng Shui 2 is apparently also on the list. I'll talk to Justin. Um, And uh, I believe this was either Peter or Grant. I want to say it was Grant. Uh, mentioned a system that I know nothing about other than having heard the name on Saving the Game in the past. Uh, Gumshoe, which is a... That was me, actually. Oh, that was Peter. Okay. Uh, detective-y yep. thing. It looks interesting. Um, and detective does sound correct for us, so I'm I'm not opposed to that. Um, yep. We've discussed some other things, some other fantasy-based systems. Um, yeah, I know Greg I think... has one he's a big fan of that oh, is... Oh, sure. What is, what's the one at the bottom, Greg? The the BF? Well...
1: Oh, basic fantasy. Basic fantasy, yeah. Basic the, fantasy, yeah. Basic fantasy a RPG page, as, a, as so an option. Oh, there's the a second page. The page. I
0: hadn't scrolled in a while. Okay. Uh, and yes, thank you, Greg, for keeping notes. Uh, we've also discussed uh, Pendragon, GURPS, and Fate, and some other stuff. Yeah, um,
3: I'd like to do some more looking at Forbidden Lands and possibly throw that on the list too. But I have to finish like looking through it. Not first a name I know. To make but sure, sure why that not we'll poke it. Content appropriate. It's another. It's another fantasy game.
0: And I will say, there are about a billion things you could play. Um, Oh, yeah. We are a little (laughs) more picky and choosy purely for, uh, well, A, A, accessibility of materials, and B, for content reasons, because family-friendly podcast. Um, And also just personal choices. Like, I'm not a big uh, Cthulhu guy, so you're unlikely to see anything like that. But there is a wide variety of options. We will explore a wide variety of options, presumably we'll play honey heist once fall in love and this will be a honey heist actual play podcast somehow i don't even think that's technically possible but sure you know we've done a lot of not technically possible grant
1: how games yeah
0: yeah (laughs) or just replaying the entirety of four seasons of leverage but as bears yeah (laughs) i don't hate that never mind we're gonna move on um yeah,
2: that's, that's I mean, a lot. that's an so, option. Uh,
0: I don't need that access. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah, that's a lot to comb through.
0: Mm. Sounds really... Was that a bear fur joke? Yeah, it was that's a honey a, bun. Oh, honey. It's comb. a comb. Okay, okay. All right. I went, I went it years, works on so, I so many years.
3: levels.
1: It's great.
0: I'm disappointed <laughs> or proud?
2: Oh, it's great. I, listen, I got a really good drone out of Peter.
0: <laughs> That's, that's really all you're ever aiming for in life. I, I feel that um, sweet
3: pun, bro. Now let's move on. <laughs>
0: that's right, baby. Uh dab dab on them. I guess. Um, okay, so that's that's it. That's because that's honey, what we're doing. Sweet. We're we're making adjustments. We're doing we're doing the thing we always the puns do. will not be going. No, away. No, that's never going to change. Uh, the family friendliness will never go that is away. Part the, of our. Bro- faith-based acceptability will never go away we are who we are we're just having to adapt which is what we do anyway so why not um and look am i thrilled about this no um did i also know where our fourth fourth campaign story was going also no so this is you know a good time to figure that out maybe so I really still posit that you. What's happening is yeah, I'm falling, essentially, yeah, for the entire. Day I of the still campaign.
2: posit that you not knowing where the campaign going is not a bad thing.
0: I posit that it's a dangerous thing, um, but those are not mutually exclusive, I suppose. Uh, so, all that to say, the night hammer will return, maybe. Level up will return, probably. Um, we will return, good lord willing, and the creek don't rise, absolutely. Um... And the puns aren't going anywhere. You can count on that one, probably. That's we don't really hang our hat on. We'd have to much have a one hundred
3: percent cast turnover to get rid of
0: the puns. I you probably have to lose me too, because Daniel's a bad enough influence. I've started making them by accident. Yes, <sighs> yes, we know. <laughs> good, yeah, good, good, good. Uh, so you know, some things changed. Uh, a lot of the things that I think the things that, and I don't want to say don't matter because that's disrespectful. The things that don't make us us are changing the things that make us us aren't. And I think that's ultimately what matters because yeah, I think that's why people listen. Um, The
3: clothes will change. The people are still going to be here.
0: What he said. Um, the, the puns will continue until morale improves. We are who we are. It is what it is. Um, (laughs) We have, we're not ripping off Arby's. That's a different <laughs> legal battle. I don't want. They have the meats and the lawyers, the meats and the lawyers. We, we are we have Arby's a lawyer dumb, in our Patreon dumb, dumb, supporters, dumb, 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 dumb. but, but he's only one man and I can only expect so much of him. Um, so all of that yeah, to free say, free
2: consultation but, is not on the list of things that we no. can expect.
0: That's no. not how Patreon works. Um, that seems very legally not. problematic. <laughs> uh so all all of that to say, we're not going anywhere. We're just making some adjustments. We will presumably be back in our heaviest air quotes possible approximately every other week schedule. Um we do have some other things coming up. I have some one shot scheduled with some other people coming up. You're gonna still hear from us. We're still gonna do nonsense. It's what we do here. we are the nonsense factory, oh, that's also going on the list, okay, something about a nonsense factory we'll we'll get there eventually. That's fine. We're gonna be us. we're gonna do our thing. We'll make adjustments to the things we have to make adjustments to because that's the pro that's life that is reality. Sometimes you have to adjust and you know figure out what you're going to do instead. I have learned in literal five years of of making this content um that whenever something changes in a way i don't understand god has taken care of it at some point he has you know regardless of of what has happened things have changed it's still been fine it's still been what we're supposed to be as a show because i think we're supposed to be something very specific and i think we're doing a pretty okay job of it so far we're here to make you, I th- I think, this was not why I started this show, but we're here to make you laugh and we're here to do it in a way that your kids can also listen to. And that I'm willing to listen to because I keep trying to find new things to listen to and I keep having to turn them off 10 minutes into the episode because I don't like what I hear. And that's a me problem. And I embrace the fact that that's a me problem. That's fine. um, But it's a problem we can at least vaguely attempt to solve or solve for my own listening purposes at minimum. And that's what we started this for, and I think we've become something unique into ourselves, and not in a bad way, in a way that I don't have any intention of changing, and I'm rambling, and Daniel's unmuted his mic, so I'm going to let him say something, so I'll stop. Daniel!
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, was actually just going to say that I I... I think having to adapt to change is I mean, it's just the human condition really. Uh, And yeah, we're just going to navigate this as best we can. And yeah, I do. I do hope that uh, people are here as much for the uh, as much for the people on the podcast as they are for whatever content we have and however we uh, react to it. But Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we are trying to be the content that we want to see in the world. And I guess that's, that's pretty important. So.
0: I like that phrase. Um, and, and I I
2: stole it from Gandhi, I
0: think. Definitely not accurate, but close. I I paraphrased. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're going to call that. Um, be the change you
3: want to see in the world yeah that's a
0: loose (laughs) definition but sure all right um fair enough uh with all due respect he's not wrong Uh, i do agree with him um the other thing and i should say this though i I suppose it's moderately obvious from the discussion we're having while you may still hear some 5e content on the podcast feed um it is not to be rude or for lack of a better way of saying it the thing the vast majority of people understand i suppose um it is not something i think you are likely to hear on the main show feed uh when it comes to season four or whatever name i give the thing we're doing now city on a hill colon we try lots of things or something the wander years yeah there you go it's probably not that um the wander years I don't hate that. That's closer. I don't. I don't hate that. Um, yeah, I don't hate that either. We'll That's come actually back to that. Good. Uh, yeah, we'll come back to that. Um, I love the folks at Wizards of the Coast. They make two of my favorite things. Um, but over the last few years, they have made a lot of decisions that I have not necessarily agreed with, and so maybe not even so much for my own personal comfort. But for the sake of what we're doing, at least for the main game, those things need to be set aside. And I don't anticipate that changing even when their system changes. Um, That's just where we're at right now. I don't love it, but I think it's necessary. And I think if it's for the comfort of some, it's one of those literally no reason not to things which means it's what we're going to do. So like I said, I'm not going to say you're never going to hear something produced by Wizards of the Coast on this show again. uh, I'm certainly not going to make you that promise. But it is not what you're going to predominantly hear going forward, Um, saying something unimaginable changing. Uh, And I hate to say it like that, because that's sort of how it feels now a little bit
2: but um well, that's where we are I think the, I think the things that are going to change that would have to change are entirely out of our purview or control so that's yeah. just something that you know we're just going to have to uh watch the tides on
0: we'll lean heavily um, on don't expect it
2: yeah um, and and I I think I'd I agree that and and I guess as a as a point of clarification wizards of the coast owns like two of yeah, the go. best games that, uh, like the best, richest, most complex sort of games that have ever existed. And I don't think in recent years they've been very good stewards of that.
0: It, it's, um, it's less of a, a, a what yeah. they have and a more of how they've handled it. Yeah. It, it's, I think it's, the situation in.
2: They don't even get credit for creating it. They get credit for currently owning it
0: fair yes um and and i will say and there are you know I, i've said multiple times since we've started this they're literally not infinite but pretty close to infinite different things you can play um a vast majority of them don't f- fall under a problematic licensure and so why not yeah. And, and like even beyond and that, I have
3: these huge RPG wish lists that we've just been aching to try out.
0: There's also oh, yeah. and this is <laughs>
3: this is a perfect time to do it. Like, yeah, this is a great time to just try new stuff, try all these cool and, things that we've bought over the years uh, and haven't had a chance to play.
1: And if I if I can as well, there's a, a useful analogy that I've seen here. Role playing games, the systems are rather like game consoles. They are the mechanism by which a game exists people write games they create games but the games that we play the stories we create exist in the context of and using a game system but the game system doesn't as a rule create the story for you there are uh, there are exceptions here because there are some very story driven games that are like one player games but we're getting into the weeds on that you know if you think of it in terms of like a video game console the console has certain restrictions on what it can do think of you know like a old nes system versus an atari right they're programmed differently certain things work better on some than others but you're not going to say oh yeah i only play nes
3: You, you could say we're staying in the library we're just changing the bookshelf
1: yeah Essentially. Yeah. But ultimately, what you're after, I hope, are the stories that are told in these different systems. And hopefully, we are providing fun as a result of that and something for you to listen to. And perhaps, oh, this system allows me to tell these kinds of stories or something like that. Maybe I should pick that up. And to a certain degree, there's some value in providing consistency. But there's also value in saying, hey, let's try all sorts of things so that anybody can find something they like.
0: That is not what we have typically done, but I don't consider it a bad thing for us to be doing.
1: Well, and on a personal note, I think you're getting braver about trying new systems. When we started, I think you were like, I'm going to sit in my, my D&D house because that's, that's where I, I know it's safe. And now you're
0: like, wait, it's all great. Well, and it was also when we started this. I picked 5e expressly because I knew it's what people were listening to. It wasn't even what I... I had played two whole hours of 5e when we started this. Yeah. Uh, I I was... Before that, I'd been playing Pathfinder. If I thought people would have listened, I'd have done a Pathfinder actual play. But 5e was where everyone was, so... They
3: probably would now! (laughs) uh, I mean, you're
0: not not wrong. And we're looking at that minor spoilers for a completely different thing. But, yeah, you know, at some point... You gotta uh, rip the gummy flavored Band-Aid off. To quote Greg from earlier, and um, you know, make a change. Um, yeah, stupid. Um, let's let's never think about flavored band aids again. Yeah. No, no, it's no. It's, it's not a flavored band aid. It's a it's a it's flavored like a band aid.
3: This is That's not hurting, Ryan. Grab <laughs> the, the ejector. Like eject, eject. It's fine. It's hell, not important. Hell.
0: So I'll all of that to say like, up, I've, like i've like i've said about head. a half dozen times uh we're not going anywhere we're just going to make some adjustments you will still hear our nonsense uh, i promise uh ho- hopefully i keep that promise i don't see any reason not to um and, and to the five of to, to the five of you and to the mm, six other people, one, I think that's right, six other people who've been regular members of the show in the past, and all of you brave souls who have come on here without really knowing me, uh, for me to run one single game session for you, lord love you, I don't know why you did it, but thank you, um, th- thank you to the lot of you for putting up with my nonsense and allowing me to facilitate more nonsense? Sure, something like that, um, I can't, I mean, look, I could try to do this on my own, literally, but I don't think it would translate super well or be nearly as interesting to listen to because I'm bad at puns um, and, and not in the Ryan way that only... Daniel's bad yeah. at puns. Like, that's a good thing. I'm just bad yeah, and at them.
2: Like, Ryan only has like three or four voices max. So, oh, like, it'll true. get... I have yeah. way
0: more than that. They're just not appropriate. And that's why I've stopped using them. Um they're really, frankly, quite rude. I, I learned them when I was much younger and I don't do them anymore. Uh, they would not I mean, be appropriate. There's,
2: I also do remember like that month in uh, high school where you just kept uh, putting on a Russian accent because you finally cracked
0: it. Uh, um, but that's beside the point. So uh, it's, it's easier than it used to be. You learn things. They're not always good um, or repeatable. Yeah, really got to filter some of those accents out. But that's beside the point. That's why we don't do that yes. here. Um, and I we say,
2: grow and we change as people. That's so. uh,
0: and when we do get to Coyote and the Crow, um, it will be sans a lot of deeply stereotypical, inappropriate uh, uh, first world's people references, which may make us sound slightly less interesting, but far more appropriate. Um, and that is the whole point of, of uh, doing that appropriately. So um, we will still be ourselves. We will just be ourselves, um politely and treating our neighbors like we should like God intended. We'll yeah, be sure, ourselves but
2: yeah. We'll be ourselves but we're also playing characters who are not ourselves so square that with your own brains.
0: We are I acting. Try not to. <laughs> um, that's on the list of things it's better if I don't think about cuz I'll just ha- have a headache. Um so thank you for listening uh thank you for putting up with us for the last 52 minutes of of all of this because I think it was a discussion that as much as this is truly uh, the deepest and most whatever thing we have actually ever recorded. Um, at some point, I think we could have just made a swap and not worried about it. But I think this merits a discussion um, and it lets you know where we're headed and that there are things that are other options and they are good things. And there are more than just these reasons to consider them.
2: Um, yeah. And I, I think transparency is important because we are a small uh, crew running this thing. We're a podcast. And podcasts. we are. We, we are Les petit podcast. Yeah. I said uh,
0: Boutique, but that's also true. Um,
2: Les petit podcast. We bespoke. Anyway.
0: Bespoke. Yeah, bespoke. yeah, we're a Bespoke podcast.
2: We're artisanal. We're not that hipster. Um, okay. Um, anyway. We have the beers I, for it. We do. That's very true uh i do think that uh this level of transparency is good and again this is us i mean wanting to uh be the sort of content we want to see in the world and you know making big grand changing decisions without a lot of forewarning is kind of why we had to make this in the first place
0: well and i'm a big astonishingly big believer instead of why uh, of why not. Um, So you're going to get over the coming months or however long we decide you're going to get a lot of why not Um, because that's uh, interesting I think. So um, thank you to Peter and Greg and Ben and Daniel and Grant for hanging out um, and uh, also helping explain things I didn't even understand about this situation um and for just talking it with me about what bottomless we do this
3: rabbit hole <laughs> it is
0: um don't google it too much or we won't see you again uh you can just don't go to reddit time. also just don't do that for any for reason Twitter. possibly also maybe for any reason we'll see um so thank you for listening thanks as always to our patreon backers grizzly rich jd stephanie brian sir lord epic name andrew christina and tony um and to the two of you using nicknames on patreon Uh, I believe in you uh, and don't stop. And also if anyone else wants to sign up with nicknames, uh, I will use your nicknames instead because um, Sir Lord Epic name is great. And Grizzly Rich is also very strong um, and fits with our beard motif because we apparently have a beard motif. Um, So until next time, beards uh,
3: are a thing for all of us.
0: They are. (laughs) Um, And we are majestic and uh, we own it. Um,
2: I'm so glad this is an audio podcast. Yep.
0: <laughs> look, we don't look
2: immensely yeah, majestic yeah, I mean, right now, but it's 10:15 at night, like, right?
3: Literally, listeners if you are lost, you cannot see all of this glorious facial hair that That's we are true. all rocking.
0: We could rub it
2: against the mics, but that would be weird. That
0: would be awful.
2: awful That also makes
0: makes
1: terrible sounds have to be edited out. Ask (laughs) me how I know.
0: Experience. (laughs) Experience is how he knows. Um, This this is is not an
3: ASMR podcast. Early saving the game editing is how he knows.
0: And it will also never be an ASMR podcast. That goes on the list of things that aren't happening. And I stand (laughs) by that. Oh, Hashtag I do could,
1: could do an ASMR reading of I don't know one of these various core rule books I've got
0: on my shelf. It's fine.
3: If you need some way to help sleep, yeah, that would that would knock you right
0: out. We'll discuss that for the future. Uh, <laughs> Sounds thank good. Thank you for listening. If you need yeah <laughs> for hanging out in the nonsense factory of which Peter has deemed me the foreman, um, which is a title <clears throat> I'm going to choose to embrace. Uh, this is our nonsense, and we're Excellent. proud of it. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, and we'll see you around uh, for year number five of all this nonsense that we like to do. And until next time, have a blessed day. Thanks for having me. It was great to be here. You beat me to it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. If you'd like to hear more episodes, find us online at com or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at City on the Hill game. On Instagram at City On the Hill Gaming. You can also find us on YouTube or Twitch by searching for City on the Hill Gaming. If you'd like to send us an email, you can find us at city on the at gmail.com. If you want to hear more from the Saving the Game folks, find them at stgcast.org for their backlog of episodes. And we're also on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash city on the hill gaming. Thanks as always to all of our Patreon backers. Grizzly Rich, JD, Stephanie, Brian, Sir Lord, Epic Name, Andrew and Christina, and Tony. Thank you guys for all you do to support the show. We love you and we appreciate all of your help. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Greg, go! <laughs> a whole new
1: spin on playing with your food. What is being boozled? It's fun in a box. This special sixth edition gift box comes with a spinner, 10 tasty flavors, and 10 weird and wild flavors, including two new ones. Is it pomegranate or old bandage? Is it cappuccino or liver and onions? Spin the wheel and find out. Fake out your family and friends. Just don't get beamboozled yourself.
0: I refuse to accept the fact that beamboozled is complex enough to require the phrase additions. To be any portion of their product branding, I find that unacceptable. Ben, go <laughs> before I get the frustrated deerstalker with cape. Someone, what? okay, <laughs> the deerstalker cap
1: and cape backed over the coat. The pipe, the grace of gaslit Victorian or Victoriana, the clip clop of carriages and cobblestone, the fog
0: rolling in from England's imperial seas, Baker Street. Oh. Uh. Very good. This is the first paragraph of the introduction to Very good. the complete Sherlock Holmes treasury. Oh, I respect that. Uh, More to come. Yeah, oh, no. Daniel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the major problem, uh, well, one of the major problems, for there's several, one of the many major problems with governing people is that of whom you get to do it, or, or rather, of who manages to get people to let them to do it to him. To summarize, it is a well-known fact that those people who must want to rule people are, ipso facto, those least suited to do it. To summarize the summary, anyone who is capable of getting themselves made president should on no account be allowed to do the job. <laughs> My
0: head hurts Douglas now.
2: Adams. Oh, that is Douglas okay. Adams from okay. The Restaurant at the End of the Universe.
0: Huh. uh Grant
1: okay so this is a kind of classic tumblr meme but it's such a good story i figured it'd be a good sound check um quick note this starts with a conversation about you know hey keying and graffiting somebody's car is old news now if someone cheats we go with their wardrobe with a seam ripper and then somebody by the name of SchizoFreak replied my mother did this to my father once they got into an argument my very pregnant and hormonal mother stormed off Except they lived in a tiny apartment, so the only place to go was to shut herself into the closet for a good long sulk. And while she was sitting in there, fuming, she looked up and saw her sewing kit on the shelf and all my father's uniforms hanging right there. So she picked one shirt and one pair of trousers, carefully, methodically ripped up every third stitch out of every seam, and then hung them back up together so he would be likely to pick them up at the same time. This took her a couple hours, so by the time she was done, the anger had worn down. She came out, she and my father had a talk that ended in apologies, after which they were tired and went to bed. My mother swears up and down that she meant to warn my father about the sabotaged clothes in the morning, but he wore a different uniform set and they were both still feeling a little raw, so she didn't want to bring up the fight again. She decided to tell him that night instead. And then she forgot. Anyway, about four days later, my father apparently came home roughly an hour after he left for work, his clothes slowly, gently shredding off his body, the most bewildered expression on his face. Paula, he said, his voice mildly shell-shocked. Paula, my clothes are broken. (laughs) My mother promptly burst out laughing so hard that she went into labor, and that's the story of my birth, heralded by petty vengeance and utter confusion. (laughs) All right, we're going to come back to pregnancies
0: in a minute. Uh, Peter, go. That's fantastic.
1: (laughs)
3: i don't have anything prepared so yeah
0: all right i'll bring it back around the
3: 23rd psalm from memory if you want but sure go for it the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
0: Amen. Uh, and to bring it back to what Grant said uh, about babies being born, uh, I will simply say congratulations to William, who used to be a part of the show, and his wife, as uh, she is expecting.
3: Yay! Oh, Very nice. wonderful. So,
0: Congratulations, William. Baby Roebuck on the way. Um, Okay. And here we go.